1: Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, to the C.L. Bryant Show, uh, a show that uh, is dedicated to building the bridge, the conversation throughout our great nation. Everybody's been on uh, the show from uh, Hannity to whoever you do some guy who might be living under a bridge uh has been on the show because that's where conversation lives and this is where we build the bridge to it uh bridging all worlds in America together here on the C. L. Bryan show emanating uh from our flagship station Red State, Red State Talk Radio, which uh is the largest talk platform and uh, most listen to platform uh, around uh, the nation, the globe, and be sure to come along with us daily as um, we, of course, reach the masses. Speaking of reaching the masses, I get a lot. I mean, folks, there's just so much that I w- w- want to talk to you about today because something ain't right. Somebody's lying. Uh, yeah, yeah, somebody's lying. Oh, that's always the case when we're dealing with uh, political types. Always the case when we're talking about uh, Republicans and Democrats. I don't care who they are. But something stinks. When it comes to this coronavirus thing, uh, when it comes to the schools locking down, the constant, constant hammering away at a president of the United States in the midst of global crisis that his opponents would want to blame him for. And the circumstances surrounding this coronavirus and the actions against the president, you could throw in impeachment, you could throw in Russian collusion, you could throw in the China um, aspect of this, whereas the president had China in a posture of uh, relenting to doing business the right way he had them in that posture he even uh, had kim jong-un in a posture even though nobody trusted him and so certainly no one has trusted chinese either but they, they had never been in a posture they've always lied to us and probably that's what they were doing as well but at least on the national stage from what we could see as american citizens joe citizens even the the english the french the germans our our allies um, in the middle east could see that there was for the first time in that arena in the Chinese and, and, and North Korean arena, there was progress being made. Friends, something's not right here. I, I I'm telling you, something's not right here. When especially when we look back on four months ago and we realize that we were indeed having a an, an absolute the absolute juggernaut type of adventure with our economy. It was epic. It was epic. And it seems that all of it came crashing down. At once, reminds me of a scripture that I uh, you will read in Revelation, uh, where just in uh, the blink of an eye, uh, the entire world market comes to nothing. You know, even though there are stores still open and people still spending uh, money, I guess, on items and there is certainly among people like myself great optimism that we will overcome and shall overcome all of this that we are going through but that is not to ignore and you had better not ignore the fact that you and we are in a fight and in 2020 it's an amazing year to mark off as a year of absolute upheaval in America, around the world. 2020 was the year that everybody was claiming to be their year of clarity as far as their personal visions for themselves was concerned. This was to be their year of vision, clarity. wasn't long. It turned out to be a nightmare. Oh, I remember uh, you know, Jane and I crossed over into the new year together. And then um, a month and 26 days later, uh, you know, my wife is gone. My whole world changes. Period. And then just a week, two weeks after, a week, a week after her death in early March, when we were planning to bring um, her remains back to Shreveport, for memorial service, Louisiana, my home state, our, our state, shuts down. And then, where we were in Denver, shut down. And things changed for everybody. I mean, plans and, and listen, all of a sudden, a city, and I think Denver is something like 15th, 16th, uh, 17th largest uh, city in the country, Denver, Colorado, as far as population is concerned, it's a large city as far as mass is concerned, but as far as population is concerned. It was like a ghost town. Denver traffic can be horrendous. The freeways... Were Well, you know how it was. I, looking at Times Square, it was like a ghost town. And we come to this question now, Americans, we come to this question now. What is life if you can't live it? let's take this case in point. I mean, because there's a lot for us to talk about here today, but I want to set the table for you by helping us think about quality of life for those who are healthy and want to, of course, live that life. A person who is on life support... Guess what? They have life. Ain't much living going on there though. Oh yeah, I want you to hear me now because Americans, we don't want to fall into the life support syndrome as a nation. Ah, Many other nations, Greece being one that comes to mind readily, had its people on government life support and when the government crashes and can't support the weight of breathing life into the people everything turns into chaos we're not there yet americans but you are seeing shades of where we could go. And, 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 and it's not nice. It's not good. Now, will that be the case in places like Boise, Idaho? I don't think so. Uh, DeRitter, Louisiana? I don't think so. <laughs> you know, I don't think that's going to happen. You know, uh, McAllum, Texas? I mean, I just don't think so. Not even in McCal, no way. But what the news media is banking on, what they want to happen, is that it should blow up in larger cities like Dallas, you know, New Orleans, New York, what have you? Los Angeles, Houston. What Larger cities? St. Louis, Larger cities, even Denver if you can get the top 20, Denver's among the top 20 largest cities in the country. If you can get activity and footage of uh, chaos in those cities throughout the country, you then, as a news pundit, a media resource person, can suggest to those who are writing the news. And yes, the news is written. I've done a little stint at doing that. The news is written. And let me tell you something. If there is an agenda to keep up fear in this country, if there is an uh a, 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 A design. An end game. And we're going to talk a lot about this kind of stuff here. What's in the end game. What is the end game. But if there is an agenda. To keep up fear. In the American. uh, Emotional. uh, Makeup. At this point in time. Then. I can tell you something that I'm seeing for myself and it troubles me. It troubles me, but people are fearfully silent even though there is something inside of them that responds when you ask the question, are we going to live like this for the rest of our lives? Most of them would not want to do that. They'd rather just go on to the next one, the next life. You see, there's a certain thing that Americans have not yielded, that other nations have yielded, and that is the joy of squeezing every ounce of life out of your American existence. Greece lost that years and years and years ago. Maybe centuries ago, Greece lost that. England, years and years ago. France, same way. But America was, up until now, still a place where you could squeeze every ounce of American life out of it if you were bold enough to do it but now even your attempts at bold are being penalized which means that your attempts at living your american life is being penalized all under the guise of you'll kill grandma or you'll harm someone else, be a good neighbor. That was not being said when mayors were allowing mobs to burn, loot, rob, and murder Only when you and I want to go back to work, only when you and I want to send our children back to school, does it all of a sudden become a civil crime. Punishable by heavy fines, and you better be careful because they just may start imprisoning you. In fact, they they are in some cases. For breaking the virus Nazi laws. Oh, yeah, please, yes. Call me crazy. Call me whatever you want. But there are virus Nazis out there who are, in fact, spawning more virus Nazis. There are some people who are just waiting to be a be a Nazi, like this lady in the story she worked there I did not and um, I had taken uh, I had my mask with me but I didn't have it on and I saw the people who didn't have their mask on but she she decided to single me out not because I was black or anything like that no it was because she could and, I mean, she just lit into me, and I did everything I could uh, not to pay her attention while smiling politely. Oh, my. Where are we going? If you follow me on Twitter, and I'm going to talk about this when we come back after this short break. I had just tweeted out, tweeted out, No schools. Our children are barely graduating uh, even though they're going to campus. Bad idea. We'll talk more in detail about that when I return. Oh, but the president, he's uh, let them let them tell it. You let the let them tell it. He's lost his mind. No, he hasn't. But I'm telling you this: if you believe for one second in real time America, not poll time America, but in real time America, that Joe Biden has uh, going to beat the president. You are as deluded and as part of the conspiracy to fundamentally change America as anybody. Even uh, trusted news sources would like to create the narrative that somehow the present is deep, deep, deep underwater. They are playing mind games with you And you had better beware of it. I'll be back in just a few minutes. I'm CL. This is The C.L. Bryant Show. Download free in your app store. The C.L. Bryant Show. Don't go anywhere. back with you on this great day in the usa so glad that you have come along with me today glad that you come along with me every day from 1205 pardon me from 1205 until 2 p.m eastern standard time every day uh, monday through friday daily and uh, over red state red state talk red state talk radio Thank you so much for tuning in. Coast to coast, border to border. Hey, by by the way, if you want to become a part of a couple of movements, two that I know of, that are absolutely important for all of us to lend an ear to, uh, first, freedomworks.org, freedomworks.org. Go there and become a part of the largest grassroots organization in the nation. We boast nearly 6 million activists on the ground, people just like you. And be sure to go there, FreedomWorks, freedomworks freedomworks.org. And also, if you want to see how this election is truly beginning to shape up uh, in the real world, in the real-time world, not the poll-time world, there's a poll-time world that you are being lulled into to make you believe certain things. Now, Republicans, historically, we have always um, done our best when we were afraid. (laughs) Isn't that amazing? Human beings are like that, though. We are more vigilant, we are more ready to defend whatever if we are afraid. Let me say this, uh, be afraid, be very afraid right now. If you're retired, be afraid. If you are a working person, be afraid. If you have never been hungry, be afraid. Have you seen the price of beef? All of this is centered around COVID. And as I told you from the very beginning of the show, and I'm telling you now, something's not right here the way this is going down, something is not right here. And I I am saying to you that if you go to sleep between now and November 3rd (laughs) while you are sleeping, an enemy, an enemy, is creeping in has crept in and is sowing the types of seeds among America that will absolutely ensure her demise if in fact you do not root it out and that's exactly what's going to have to happen it has to be seen and at the source found at the source and rooted out that's what's going to have to happen now this covid thing what what benefit Who benefits from it continuing? I tell you. And uh, I I really hate to think that this is so or is is possible that someone could hate and you truly have to to, uh, have that type of emotion working. A a real hate for the office. And not necessarily the office, but maybe the person holding the office of president. Do you see what type of level this has gone to? Friends, this has gone to a level of absolute uh, noxious type of behavior. It's totally noxious, sickening behavior, uh, and and it's beginning to permeate throughout. And the only thing that, 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 that is keeping a whole lot of folks, uh, sane is saying to themselves, I don't want to be like that. I don't want to go like that. I don't want it to go like that. It's the only thing keeping some people sane and in the game. And, and, and friends, when I think about our children not going back to school and the possibility of that being a part of some huge design, we have to take into consideration what I tweeted out a little bit earlier. We're not graduating so many of our kids with them going to the campus, with them going to the schoolhouse, we're not having a, a, a banner year or, or, or banner uh, season in America for the last 30 years of graduating a good student. I mean, uh, you, know, a, a, you know, consistently good, academically honed student with them going to the classroom. And so you're talking about closing schools when American youth are not passing this among themselves. Huh? It's not happening. Sure, those who have an immune, a compromised immune system is coming down with it the same way, uh, friends, even though this is worse, I admit that, than the flu. But if you're relatively healthy, you're going to survive it. And I think it has benefits to surviving it, even once you've been immune to it. And and quite frankly, I'm really believing that most of us, if the truth were known, most of us have been exposed to this. If the truth were known. And so. There, take that for whatever you know it's worth. Uh, those allergies seemingly bad, worse than they were, you know, back in the spring. Even though you didn't come down with anything, the allergies were worse than they were, and maybe they came on a little bit sooner than you thought. Uh, I, I think most of us uh, have been exposed to it, which is a good thing. Which also means that those who would test for it would show positive, which is a good thing. Yeah, that's good, because even though you have all of those testing positive, if every one of those were dropping dead, we'd have a problem, but they're not. If every one of those were having to go and stay on a ventilator, we'd have a huge problem, but we're not. The only thing that is being said forcefully and repeatedly and repeatedly, is that the cases are going up. And yes, they would, because we've all been exposed to it. The cases are going up, astronomically. Well, yeah, they they would be, but to uh, the mind who is prone to, for fear, to be afraid, Scared to death that they're going to die. Man, they stay. People tell you to stay home. You go stay home, right? They're controlling you. Listen, I am a senior citizen, but you wouldn't know it if I walked up to your door right now, anytime you wouldn't know I was a senior citizen. I am one. I feel great, look great. Uh, my outlook is great. I'm going to live my life. I'm going to live until I die. However that may happen to come, I'm going to live my life. And I'm going to trust God that my immunity system is working. I, I don't know of anything that's, that is that uh, is wrong with me. I have great blood pressure. Uh, I have great blood work. You know, I, I, have, I sleep well when I go to sleep. And of course, my sleep night is only about five, six hours tops. That's all I need. I need five, six hours tops. That's all I've ever needed. I'm good to go. I wind down again which starts about 10, 11 o'clock at night, start to wind it down. But my point is this. I'm not going to fear, even at my age, I'm not going to fear something that is nebulous. No. It, 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 I'm not going to do it. And I don't recommend that America does this. It's like being afraid of something that might, could have happened. Or might could happen. Huh? I'm not I'm not doing it. I'm not gonna live my life like that. I'm gonna live until I die. However that may occur. I fly a lot, I travel a lot, I'm in and out of situations a lot. You know? You you I drive A lot. Nay, everybody knows that I, I drive fast. How I'm gonna live until I die, however that may occur. I'm not gonna be afraid. I trust God for my steps. I make the choices to drive fast, and I make the choices to uh, live my life unmasked. Oh, you got yours on. I'm not, I'm not, I don't have anything. So I'm not going to give anything to you. I don't have it. So I'm not going to give it to you. So if you, you got to wear your mask, that's good because you're not going to give it to me. If you got it, you, you're not going to give it to me. But I'm going to tell you something, the way I feel about this whole thing. I mean, hey, Let's just be honest. I think, when I'm just telling you, and I know a lot of you may feel the same way, but you're not going to say it. I'm going to say something that you might want to say, but you don't say. I think wearing a mask is the filthiest thing that you can do long term. Yeah, in the operating room, of course, you're going to wear one in the operating room. But I think in the general public, Handling a, a mask that's been worn over their nasal and facial cavities is the is the absolute nastiest idea. That's like somebody always having a handkerchief in their hand holding it to their nose and mouth. <laughs> You don't want to shake hands with that person, and maybe that's the idea to keep you socially distanced. I don't know. But you don't want to touch anything that they've touched, do you? Even what they have the glove on, that doesn't make any difference. They still touched it. This, friends, is ludicrous. You know what kills coronavirus? Coronavirus sunshine, fresh air. In fact, if you have it and you go out into the sunshine and fresh air, it has been said it goes away in you after 10 or 15 minutes of exposure to sunshine and fresh air. Guess what Americans don't get hardly any of? sunshine, fresh air. Americans don't hardly get none of that. So, there you go. (laughs) I'm getting me some. I'm definitely going to get me some. And I thank God that, you know, he he has kept uh, me, my family, uh, safe from that. Although I do feel as though All of us, most of us here in this country, for the better, for the absolute better, have been exposed to coronavirus. And I think that uh, if they tested all of us uh, for it, we would probably come up positive, which is a good thing. I don't know. I'm not a physician or a doctor or anything of that nature. medical anyway but this is the thing would people test positive for influenza virus I mean I don't know how that works you know if you've ever had it would you test positive for it is it still in your body and if, if that is true if it's true that you would test positive for that influenza virus but yet you know you're walking around and not you know exhibiting any signs of it um, would that qualify as a offset to the positive testing of corona does everybody test positive for influenza influenza i don't know you know I i don't know i don't know how it works i'm just asking if anybody knows, you know, tweet me. Follow me on Twitter at Rev R E V C L Brian. Give me an answer to that. At Rev R. E. V. C. L. Brian. Yeah, give me an answer to that. I'd like to I'd like to know. I really would. Okay, now, when we come back, um the presidents taking a lot of heat. I mean a lot of heat, unprecedented heat. And um Joe Biden, according to polls, is just beating the daylight out of the president everywhere. Uh, 70% of, 76% of college students, they want to return to campus. They plan to do so. Um, Several Florida labs wrongly report 100% positive test as far as corona outbreaks are concerned. That's also a concern that we have is lying. Yeah. We'll examine it. After this short break here on the C.L. Bryant Show, Don't Go Anywhere. Thank you for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation daily right here on Red State Talk Radio. I'll be right back. Don't you go. Hey, please. You thought I was worth saving So you came and changed my life You thought I was worth saving so you clean me up inside. you thought I was for.
2: So you red state talk radio is now available as a voice command on your amazon echo and echo dot by simply saying Alexa play red state talk radio red state talk radio on tune
0: in turn to every single American now we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities sanctuary cities that
2: you can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot, on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop.
1: Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can Oh. The heaven in hand. and for the flag I stand. CL back with you on this great day in the USA home stretch. First hour of the CL Bryant Show. If you don't get both hours of the CL Bryant Show, download free. V T H E The C L Bryant Show. The C L Bryant Show. In your app store. Free download. And come along with us daily as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation. Hey, um, when I left, I was mentioning to you that there is the uh, distinct possibility that the numbers in our nation as far as this virus is concerned are manipulated we know if you just pay attention and ask yourself the question when you are watching your news programs, this is what you want to ask yourself. What are they trying to get me to believe? Are you hearing me? Whenever you listen to this program or any news program, Fox, CNN, MSNBC, anybody that you listen to, if you're just driving down and you got your radio on in your car, you know, whatever, and the uh, commercials come on and you listen to the commercials, you need to ask yourself, what are they trying to get me to believe? It's, it's obvious with the car commercials, But when you hear commercials that have these little inserts that you hear the shouting, Black Lives Matter, you know, that type thing, you need to hone in and ask the question to yourself, since you are doing the listening, what are they trying to get me to believe? Yeah. Um, banks set aside billions of dollars because they are going to uh, see coronavirus um, foreclosures and uh, all types of things you know crazy stuff is, is is in the offing here. If we don't get back to work we, we must do that or there's going to be defaults on all types of properties in this country good news for investors I guess who want to pick up some cheap stuff but that just that's just what it's going to be unless the economy bounces back even people picking up cheap properties may just have just that cheap unloadable property that you're going to lose money on because it begins to deteriorate and you have to pay people to keep it up. Not good. Not good. All the way around. So. CDC told to. By no hospitals to told to bypass CDC. With COVID. COVID virus data. Why? Hospitals are now to send all COVID-19 patient information to a Department of Health and Human Service database in D.C. Through a new policy that is alarming many health Experts who say they are concerned that the information will be withheld from the public or politicized. Historically, this is what's happened. Historically, CDC, Centers for Disease Control or Prevention, has been the place where public health data has been sent, and this raises questions about not just access for researchers, but access for reporters, access for the public to try to better understand what is happening with the outbreak, said Gene Cates, Jen Cates, Jen Cates, the uh, director of global health and HIV policy with the uh, Kaiser Family uh, Foundation. How will the data be protected? Will there be transparency? Will there be access? And what is the role of the CDC in understanding that data? So, So how is it interpreted? How is it protected? The policy was posted in a document on the HHS website, uh, Health health, Human Resources uh, Health Site, uh, Services Resite. Beginning Wednesday, the department and not the CDC will collect daily reports about patients and the number of available beds and ventilators and other information on the pandemic. You see... Friends, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know. Uh, Health and human services. That's where the information is to go. It's not going to go to the Center for Disease and Control Prevention. Huh, CDC. Things are in transition. And we... Had better be ready for not just upheaval coming from the left. Friends, I am warning you of upheavals that will come from conservative groups. Neo types of groups throughout America on both sides are gearing up right now to get into the streets. And it's because No one trusts anything anymore. You, You see, the evil that's going on in this nation right now is not just the lack of respect for police authority. The evil that's going on in this country right now is that Every facet of our existence is suspect. When it comes to receiving information and paying certain prices for certain things, every aspect of our existence is suspect. And people are apprehensive because people don't trust any longer what we're being told by news media, by politicians, and so on and so forth. When I come back, I want to tell you the pros and cons about Jeff Sessions losing his seat to Tommy Toleroy, Coach Toleroy. When I know people in Alabama, and those who are of the conservative slant, and of course they wanted Sessions, even though they're voting for Trump too, they wanted Sessions. not happy with Tuberville although you wouldn't be able to tell it in the vote turnout and the landslide victory really Tuberville won over Sessions I want to talk about that friends the times they are a changing there is no question about that the times they are a changing and you are going to have to determine whether or not you change with the times, which in many cases is not a bad idea, but where do you go in changing with the times? I mean, do you become... This whole era of Donald Trump, this whole era of uh, Trump derangement syndrome coming from the radical leftist, there is no doubt that there is an awakening of some sort that is going on in this country right now. There's no doubt about that but 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 friends we're kicking and screaming against something that is there for our good there to keep us and make us prosperous it was not the economy that was booming before this coronavirus that was our problem what our problem turned out to be was the coronavirus that was launched that was put up on our entire globe all we can do is point fingers i got to tell you something this uh skin color thing is making fools of us all we'll talk a little bit about it when i come back i'm cl this is the cl brian show uh if you don't get both hours of the show You be sure to download free the CL Bryant Show app onto your favorite device. And um, hour two is coming up after this break, this news break. And uh, we shall return on the other side. Got to tell you something, folks. You better pay attention. (laughs) You better pay attention. I'll be back. I'm CL. Don't go anywhere.
0: through. Mm.
1: Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the Fruited Plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet. The greatest success story the world has ever known. And everybody knows, I don't care where you go, everybody knows that I'm talking about America. Yeah, for you and me, baby. Ain't that America still something to see, but we had better save it or, hey, there won't be any place for nobody to go. Oh, I know that Madonna and all of those kind of people, every election cycle, you know, you hear them talking about, you know, so-and-so wins the election, I'm leaving, I'm leaving the country, and so forth. The liberals always threaten to do that. But friends, what if, um, you know, those of us who actually see this country going, down the tubes if Donald Trump loses this election. Nancy Pelosi holds on to the House of Representatives and somehow we lose the Senate seat, the the, the Senate. So we, we don't control anything. It's like it was when Obama became president. They reset the whole game. Now, the liberals threaten to leave the country (laughs) if so-and-so becomes president, if this happens. But guess what? They never go anywhere. But, you know, I think that um, we could be innovative enough to go anywhere. I'm talking about wherever you decide to go. Whether you go to Greece or whether you go to uh, wherever. Pango Pango or somewhere. I don't know. I think that we are creative enough to make that place as close to what we want it to be. As it can possibly be. I think we have the energy to do that. And even me, you know, I if I put my mind to wanting to create a, a world or whatever, I, I'm, I'm telling you that uh, I have 60 more left in me at the rate that I'm going. I have 60 more left in me, and I'm not going to give up on that. That's my mindset. And I encourage every one of you over 45, uh, over 80, whoever you are, You better have a mindset that you're going to be around here because if you're going to save it, if you want to stay here, if you don't want to have to uh, be an expatriate of America, you had better fight for it. You cannot lay down and let these progress. Ocasio-Cortez has no clue what she's talking about. And, and if there are any problems where she is, the only people that she has to blame are Democrats. Republicans have no voice in her type of, in in the type of politics she's involved in, in New York or New York State. What is she talking about? If people are hungry and having a shoplift because they're hungry, then it's something wrong with the way you all have governed your state. It has nothing to do with the feds. So go, buy, but, but that is the type of thing they depend on you to be ignorant of asking, well, isn't that your state's problem? Hasn't that been your state's problem? The answer to that is, yeah. Show Leo's... <laughs> it's your country, so... Yeah. And, 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 and folks you're buying into that you're buying into that I had I had gotten you broken from um, the the guilt the white guilt that you have all the time and I had gotten black folks uh, in a, a situation where we were thinking that hey listen it's all at this point about personal responsibility since the prices have been paid for the field to at least even out. Now I have to take advantage of the opportunities that were given to me by my parents and grandparents. They paid the, the debt. They paid the price. They were bitten by the dogs. They marched in the streets. My parents with King. You know, they. my parents helped bring King to Shreveport, Louisiana's Galilee Baptist Church in 1959. They were financial contributors to that. You know, he had to be put up. He wouldn't have any hotels. He' going to stay in. So he had to accommodate. He had to feed him. You know, and all that kind of thing. And, and 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 folks, my hat is off to them because they did not have. Oh man, they. My God, they dreamed of the type of access that I have. My father, if he had had the type of access that I have, oh my God, there's no telling what Elsie Bryant could have done. Much smarter man than me. Oh, much more frugal, uh, much more uh, deliberate. Oh my, yeah, my, I'm, I'm. I'm um, I'm not my father's son that way. I am in other ways, but but not not in the deliberate and frugal way that make um, that that type of American that come out of World War II. <laughs> you know, Flint. You know, eyes set against the wind, steel-jawed. You know. That that kind of guy, he was. Decisive. Of course, I'm very decisive. But all of those things put together, that's the generation that came before us. And those are the shoulders that we stand upon. And friends, when I look at where that man has gone, I do my best to be... uh, to live up to that type of caliber. But in all honesty, I know, I know that I am not the caliber of man my father was. More educated? You betcha. More exposed? You betcha. But <laughs> being a, the caliber of man that he was with the lack of things that he had. Now, I know I'm talking to an audience that many of your relatives went to college and, you know, they graduated high school and uh, none of that for my my mine. No, not for my mom or my dad. My mom went and she eventually got her GED. She was 53 years old. But my dad never, ever had more formally than a third-grade education. Now, uh, he's a Ph.D. in uh, literature because he learned to read and he became prolific. His library was extensive. And so, uh, (laughs) friends, the one thing that we don't have is their gumption, though. And their ability to cut through the BS. Are you hearing me? The bull poopy. They had an ability to zip through that and get straight to the point. Business before anything else. Take care of the business. Business. And then we'll talk all the who shot John stuff a little bit later. And there was nobody that could talk who shot John like my dad or my Uncle Henry. Uh, You know, he was a barber. Okay? Yeah. Yeah, nobody could talk who shot John like them. And the men who came into uh, the barbershop. Bryant's Barbershop on Christian Street. Yeah. Ford. <laughs> Christian Street and Ford. It was at Caddo. I think Ford turns into Caddo. Christian and Caddo was that was. It's all changed down there right now. And the thing that has happened that has been snuffed out during this COVID thing is the ability of black business to regain a foothold. Black business just denoting itself, not really wanting to separate the two, but you can't help but denote the distinction of black business was beginning again to boom. Opportunity zones were in place. And opportunity was just exploding for everybody. But then, coronavirus hits from China, who the president also had doing things they themselves never thought they'd be doing. Uh-huh. He had the North Koreans doing things they themselves never thought they'd be doing. What am I saying? I am saying things were going along too good. There were every crisis that had come about The president had seen the nation and himself through them. Yeah. But that was not good enough. That was not uh, enough to cause them to bag off and leave this president alone. No, 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 no. He wanted to shut the borders initially, early on, early on. They fought him on that, only to find out that that was the best move, which means that time was delayed. It was the Democrats they try to get you to believe that it was the uh, it was President Trump no it was the Democrats who delayed the closing of the borders initially Now you have all kinds of people marching in the streets disobeying the law but i am glad that in in brooklyn even now you have people who are showing incredible solidarity for the police so you have the ability you are still in charge of this country you are still in charge of this country take it back and don't listen to any clowns who are telling you that taking it back means taking it back in time that is ridiculous we are talking about taking it back in principle and in core value taking it back in decency and in order, taking it back. Be ready, be ready because we must prevail, or unlike Madonna or any of those. Um, liberal idiots who threaten to leave this country believe me when people like myself and folks that I know across this nation are fed up and give up and uh, walk out well bottom line that's it. <laughs> we're not, we're, that's it. Bottom line. That's it. But I don't want to do that. The last thing I want to do is flee these shores. Find some other shore where I live out my days. I want to live out my days with access and joy of enjoying the America that I knew it could be. But this ain't it. The one that I knew it could be was coming about just four and a half short months ago. Just four and a half short months ago. The America... That we all knew it could be. Was coming about. That's what I want back. That's what we want to get back to. I want that back. That's why I. um, Do support. the president, I support police authority, and I support civil obedience unless civil disobedience is righteously called for against acts contrary to our civil rights. Otherwise, we should be civilly obedient to the authorities that we put in place, and the police officers are the authorities that we put in place. And if they misbehave, if they misact, then we need to charge them harshly, judge them harshly, because they have awesome and great responsibility, but we should not be burning down, tearing down, looting any of our American businesses because of human frailty. I'm C.L. This is the C.L. Brian Show. Be back after these brief words. Don't you go anywhere. <laughs> Bowing in C.L., on this great day in the USA, you have come along with me, and I am grateful that you have done that. Um, hey, the president not interested in talking to China about anything right now, uh, and I don't blame him for that. Although you let the news media have their way, they would want you to think that uh, World War III is about to be set off. It's not. Although I will tell you this. There is a lot of hanky-panky that is going on when it comes to the numbers uh, in coronavirus. There's a lot of hanky-panky going on. And there is a lot of concern that you should have as to why... They want you to stay home, stay safe, don't go to work, don't go out, only if you have to go grocery shop. Why? You see, I, I, I sent this out a Facebook post, but I sent this out on Twitter and Instagram as well. If the mask work and social distancing, as you're saying, works, as the CDC, whatever, you know, Fauci, whoever, is saying, if they work and have always worked, then why did we have to and why are we having to shut down things again? Why did we have to shut down things to begin with if the mask work? Right? Now, if the mask don't work, why do you say we need to wear them? Because evidently they don't work. But you say that i need to wear them anyway but if the mask work why then should we have all the hysteria that we're having where are the numbers i mean the real numbers of coronavirus patients who died during this four month period i would like to see those numbers and what need to take place too is a talking to of with their parents with with their relatives to see if this is legitimately if that death was legitimately covid related or was that death a death that was happening in the process of time anyway i go back to and i revisit uh, painfully Uh, although it's necessary, the, the, the death of my wife. Jane, if she had lived another week, another week and a half, two weeks, and passed away, is it possible that they would have labeled her death that was clearly from breast cancer would they have actually labeled that a coronavirus death? Would they? I think they might have. Because it would have occurred in the age of corona. And if they go back to January, if they, like they're saying, they're going to go back and start documenting coronavirus deaths, then that would include her, but that would not be accurate. Because she was not a coronavirus death, but she did pass away from this earth into her next existence, into her new existence. She did do that during the coronavirus, uh, the, the age of coronavirus. Which tells us something, folks. It tells us that there is going to be a twist on um, our demographics and our longevity chart. Yeah. The um, I'm trying to think of the word that they call that um, the chart for for age. Um, I'm calling it the longevity chart, but that's not what it is. It's our um, oh my goodness! I was as long as I was in the around finance. I mean, for finance and insurance. Um, but anyway, is is the chart you know that tells you how? long, you know, your expectations are. And it gives you statistics on deaths from what. Whether it was cancer or COVID or flu or what have you. It once was accurate. That's the situation that we're facing in America today. We don't know what is accurate, although we're told what they want us to believe is accurate all the time and, and with the fear of sounding as though uh you know i'm I'm, I'm bordering on conspiratorial hysteria i'm not however I am bordering on The loss, the the realization of our loss to have effective news media, believable news media. It's a loss. You never wanted to swallow it whole to begin with, not even when Murrow or Cronkite or rather was issuing out the news. Not even when Chet Huntley or David Brinkley or Sandy Van Oker was issuing out the news. Not even when Bob walla was issuing out the news. Has it been as slanted as it is now? And to her credit, one of the reasons why Baba Wawa uh, left um, the view was not only because she was, you know, getting a little bit long, long, long in the tooth. But it just wasn't her brand of journalism any longer. you know, Barbara wanted to maintain at least some respect as a journalist. And with the advent of people like Whoopi and, you know, the other idiot that's on there with, with Whoopi, um, Barbara did write by opting out she did right and so my friends what do we believe huh my job here is to build a bridge to conversation and the thing with that is you must ask questions in conversations, or all you're having is talk. Huh? So that's why I ply you with questions. Who do we believe? If you are looking to believe me, you are needing to believe yourself because I'm asking you the questions. I do give you my opinions. But I give you my opinions usually behind the question that I've asked you. I'll tell you how I feel about it. And I'll tell you how I feel about this. It's hard to answer the question of who do we believe? Because we've gotten to the place. We've gotten to the point. Where Everyone has an agenda. Everyone has an agenda. And truly, I would love to slant everything in a conservative fashion. I would love to do that. I would love to do that. But everything should not be slanted in a conservative fashion, even though I am a conservative. There are some things that I must look at with a more liberal viewpoint because it should be looked at that way. yeah, you may ask, oh well, give me one thing where a, a liberal viewpoint is is better than a conservative viewpoint oh, well, when it comes to um, classic liberalism as I'm talking about that is always the better way to go as a libertarian uh, a Jeffersonian liberal is always the way to go that's what I still am although those uh, ideals now are considered conservative. But I am a, uh, as far as my political beliefs in this country is concerned, am a Jeffersonian liberal. Now to deal with those who are stupid enough to approach me with the idea that, well, Jefferson owned slaves. Yeah. If you had as much land as Jefferson had, you'd own slaves too. You tried to have the white ones, but they would run off and blend into the um, the, the landscape as white people, right? Indians, they didn't want to do, the Indians would rather die than be a slave they were not suited for it physically they weren't strong enough the Native Americans of this region they weren't so how do you work that land and I know somebody's going to uh, uh, be saying well he's in favor of slavery no I'm not I'm, I'm in favor of looking at the times and the people of the times. And I don't know if any of my ancestors worked on a Jefferson plantation or not, but I know they worked on some plantation. And when I look at the joy of my life in America right now, you know what? And you can call me whatever you want to call me, but I am so glad that they paid this price, that price, for me. And I would be a fool, and many black folks are fools, to look back bitterly on... Their achievement. You do understand the only thing that kept them going in the midst of all of that was the thought of you. And you look back bitterly on that? No, friends. No the only thing that makes, validates their life is you looking back on that monument as a free person. That's what validates them. You are destroying, you are taking away their validation. Their hope was you. And we are stupid enough to tear down those legacies were stupid enough to do it their hope was you their hope is you and if it is possible for them to see us from that veil through that veil that separates the living from those who have gone on They cannot be smiling at you, even though somehow they cringe to see you smile so readily at yourself. While you steal the valor, you steal the valor. That's my phrase. Of those who have gone before you, I know you may have heard Wilkow say that, but I have a show that I archived where I said that first, and Wilkow told me he was going to steal it. <laughs> Andrew is my buddy. Andrew's my friend, and I love him. Yeah, Andrew, you have your way with that man, because I sure, and sure enough, have my way with a lot of your stuff. I'm working my own majority, <laughs> the Bryant majority, absolutely. we are stealing their valor or many in the streets today are stealing the valor of those who have gone before and you're also uh stealing the validation of what they did with their lives in the midst of those monuments being where they are their hope their joy their pleasure And the endurance that they were able to exemplify was because they could see you in their dreams. And in the American future, they could see you. And I declare to you, that when we see this thing the Black Lives Matter, hands up, don't shoot, all of this, it dishonors them. It, it's not an honor to them. It's a dishonor to them. It's only an honor to you and those who benefit from your actions, even though they're un-American. I'll be back. I'm CL. You thought I was worth saving.
0: So you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth leaving. So you cleaned me up inside.
1: For America, then Americans stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you, God bless America. I do the best I can, always in the heaven and for the flag. CL by with you on this great day in the USA I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with us here today as we have built the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here on the CL Bryant show um hey this is the final um, segment of today's show I'm going to be on the road um some next week and so i'll be looking forward to speaking to you uh Uh, as well. I'm going to be doing some taping up there in D.C. with my good friend uh, Star Parker and my friends at FreedomWorks as well. I'll be doing some things with them, Uh, working on uh, getting a sit-down interview with um, um, Gordon Chang while I'm in D.C., and I also am working on getting a sit-down interview with uh, VP uh, Mike Pence and um, uh, some also in the administration there with the president, working on getting an interview with the president, uh, trying to nail that down, but I'm trying to put all these little farthings uh, together before we uh, have him on. Of course, as the campaign ramps up, uh, we, our opportunity to have more will ramp up as well. And so uh, right now, um, he is busy. As you can tell, he's busy. And um, this thing with this corona, with this virus here is just absolutely ludicrous. Um, The way it has thrown us off of our game. But I tell you what it's going to allow us to do. It's going to allow us to put socialism under a microscope. It's going to allow us to look at it for what it is. Now, the one reason why I maintain uh, hope that Joe Biden will not be president of the United States, and this is one thing that you should uh, hammer home to anyone who will listen even to those who are not listening is the fact that Joe Biden has um, linked his wagon to uh Bernie Sanders, and Ocasio-Cortez. He has linked his wagon to them. So, how is it possible that America would then turn to a socialist? To be their president. I can't see Bubba doing it. I can't see Leroy doing it. But I can see Bubba staying home. I can see Leroy staying home. I can see Juan staying home. And then what? It means that those who are foaming at the mouth on both sides—it's the mouth foamers—who will um, be at the polls, and whoever—if—if if, if the house remain if the house remains in the hands of Pelosi. And the present wins. Things remain exactly like they are. Then, friends, unless you intervene by the power of Almighty God, things will remain exactly like they are. We can be in COVID virus hell if we don't have the courage to bail out of it. I guess if the plane's going down, uh, you're going to have to see if the parachute works. And according to the Democrats, the plane, as far as COVID is concerned, it's going down with them. So what works? Let's see if our our American parachute still works. I'm jumping off this COVID thing. I'm jumping off of it. I'm going to see if uh, the American ingenuity, prosperity, and uh, courage can see me through this thing. I'm going to see if it can. If it can, I haven't lost anything anyway, because the way that you're going to be forced to live, you might as well be dead. To live in fear, cowering behind closed doors and having to wear a mask, when I go outside to do something, or talk to my friends, or have dinner out in a restaurant, if if I can't live that life, I kind of feel that way. And, and hey, you know, I don't know if any of you have ever seen the movie Lonesome Dove, uh, but there at the end, where Augustus McCrae, you know, uh, you know Ranger McCrae. He'd gotten himself, uh, you know, shot up, you know, the arrows with the Indians and so forth. And the blood poisoning had set into his legs. And the alcoholic doctor uh, had um, taken uh, one of his legs off. And he told him he had to take the, the other leg off the, the, because gangrene was going to spread it too. And so uh Augustus pulls his gun. He says, well, uh, if you take that leg off, I'm going to kill you dead. I'll kill you. Along comes his friend, Captain Call. Tells him, hey, guys we're going to take a leg off. He pulls his gun on him and tells him, hey, you take that leg off, I'll kill you. I'll kill you. He says, all my life I've lived with a certain pride. And if it goes, then let the rest of it go with it friends americans we we have lived with with a certain pride and yeah i mean is life so precious that you would want to live in the type of fear that you would be living in if they had their way they would control you you would be their pawn but you you'd have you'd have your little munchkin life controlled by the wizard of oz no and any wicked witch that might come along hoping That somehow, you know, the good witch's magic, Glenda, would prevail. But we're talking some very bad medicine for America here. If Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats prevail, you had better make up your mind that you're going to fight this fight. Or... It's truly, it, it's, it's the experiment's over. I would prefer to, you know, not even be around. America, anyway, not be here in this, in this country. I'd get the heck out of here. I'd go somewhere. Listen, if I'm going to live in a socialist country, I'm going to live somewhere where it's, if I'm going to live in a country where I'm not going to be engaged in politics anymore, I'm going to go and live somewhere where I'm not going to be engaged in politics anymore. I'm not going to go to France. I'm not going to go to Germany. I'm not going to go there. any I'm going to find myself a nice temperate island somewhere. Off of Rio. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, where I can have some fun. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Start a church down there. A That's what I'll do. I'll start a church down there. A Word of God Ministries church down there. I'll get Pastor James to give me a charter. And I'll start a church down there. Down in Rio. The Rio Church of Word of God Ministries. That will be the destination for, a for, for uh, missions, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, my. Brazil is definitely a mission. Um, nation a nation that is ripe for mission for certain I went down on two, maybe th- three uh, mission trips to Brazil certainly did Recife, uh, Massio, yeah we really hope that we advance the kingdom of God being there And I think that's the mindset, Americans, that we're going to have to have as we move forward is to make certain that we remember and rely upon our Judeo-Christian ethic. That is what has brought us this far. That is what has kept us this far. Even those who don't believe in God or believe that America was founded upon that Judeo-Christian ethic benefit from the fact that I do believe that it was you know it's based, it's founded upon that fact it's on that fact I do believe that it was it is the Judeo-Christian ethic, gives the person who has a different opinion, the ability to share their opinion yeah right or wrong For me or against me. That's the whole idea about Jesus Christ and uh, his message to us about God. God lets you breathe the air that he's provided for you, whether you believe him or not. Isn't that something? Isn't that special? Whether you believe he exists or not. He lets you enjoy what he has created. That's the Judeo Christian ethic in America. Whether you believe it or not, you can still enjoy what it has created. Even if you attack it, it's because of the enjoyment that you're having of that Judeo Christian ethic. God allows us to enjoy the sunshine, the air, the rain that he has created, even though we may not believe it. Do you understand the awesomeness of the God that I serve? Well, this is a nation that I believe uh, with all of its flaws and all its growing pains that we have experienced over our 244 years now, this is a nation that no doubt has been blessed by God and everyone who is blessed to be a citizen of this nation should thank God that your ancestors made it to these shores because your story could not be told most likely anywhere else. And so I want to thank that God God that I was talking about for bringing us to the close of yet another day I want to thank him for our men and women in uniform around the globe who defend our right to speak our minds and until I'm able to talk to you again I'm CL and my heartfelt desire above all is that God would keep and bless every one of us. God bless America.